0: Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. According to the American Addiction Center's nearly one in five hospitality employees reported the use of illicit drugs within the past month. That's the highest rate of any industry. On June 30th, a new restaurant concept for Michigan, for Detroit, debuted in Detroit's midtown neighborhood to combat this problem. Now, what is happening with this restaurant is that they are hiring people who are dealing with addiction. And to talk more about this on the show, we welcome Aaron Kozad. He's the executive chef of the Vigilante Kitchen and Bar, a new restaurant concept in Midtown Detroit. Aaron, it's great to have you on the show today. Talk to us a little bit about this concept.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, So Vigilante as a concept started about six years ago. Um, I had gotten sober myself and I was trying to help people in the restaurants that I was working in. I kind of been around the industry quite a bit and it being known that I was in recovery when someone had an issue with addiction, I was often kind of the go-to person. So people would come to me, I would try to give them the tools Um, and the guidance that had helped me. Um, But I found that it was a little bit difficult in the traditional restaurant setup. Um, So it occurred to me that I would probably have to start my own concept that had this as the driving mission behind it.
0: So you're working with the Michigan-based Mission Restaurant Group. Tell us a little bit about that group and your partnership with them.
1: That was really, I think, the key to getting the project off the ground is that mission had already a core, um, driving purpose to provide its employees with a life balance. And so that really fit hand in hand with what I was trying to do. You know, I was focusing on addiction specifically, but they were already providing, um, livable wage. They were providing full benefits, um, to all full time employees. And they were trying to make sure that people weren't working too many hours. Like we have like a rule that you really shouldn't be working more than 40 hours. Um, So that was actually kind of the key. I think someone seeing the purpose I had uh, aligned with theirs. And they've been great. Um, You know, I think we launched the restaurant very quickly. And I attribute that to Mission, its management team, and its great systems that they have in place to support. Uh, what I'm trying to do.
0: So it's interesting, the statistics here, according to the American Addiction Centers, nearly one in five hospitality employees reported the use of illicit drugs within the past month, the highest rate of any industry. That is surprising to me. Why is that, do you think?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I think a lot of people aren't aware. um, You know, when people were saying, like, do you really want to Open a restaurant that's focused on employing people with addiction. Uh, my answer was always like, pretty much all restaurants already are. <laughs> so I was just kind of putting this stuff out on the table, um, trying to help people live a more balanced life and find a path to recovery based on what had worked for me. Um, I think there's a couple factors. Uh, one, it's sort of an alternate lifestyle, a restaurant. You know, you have oftentimes you can wake up late. Uh, you work late, you get out, That's true. go to the bar. It's, it kind of creates that sort of atmosphere. Um, also, I think it draws people with a lot of creativity. And I've always found that for some reason, creativity and addiction can often go hand in hand. Um, you know, you see famous musicians all the time or writers or artists um, battling their addictions as well. So I think that could also be a factor Just the nature of the mind that's drawn to restaurant work
0: so let's turn to the restaurant now and how this works are all of the employees struggling with some type of addiction issue chef
1: Um, not all of them I mean I could make the argument that you know (laughs) most people have some type of coping mechanism that they would like to let go of Um, sometimes that manifests in things like drugs and alcohol, but we also see addiction in all forms. You know, there's gambling addictions or um, food addictions even, right? So relationship addictions. Um, So we don't specifically only employ people who are in recovery, um, but we provide the tools to everyone equally. So people who are battling addiction have the same tools as people who are just trying to let go of things in their life that no longer serve them.
0: Mm, such an interesting concept. So when somebody comes to work, how do you help them uh, both deal with their personal issues and help them serve your customers?
1: So we provide uh, tangible tools and guidance as part of full-time employment. Um, so our employees are paid a living wage. Um, they're uh, not required to work more hours than would be normally considered a full schedule um, so that they have time in their life to do these other things that help you balance. But what worked for me for my personal addiction was structured daily action um, that manifested in the forms of things like um, CrossFit or working out, um, counseling, Uh, meditation is very important to sort of my recovery program. Um, recovery meetings so we provide these things as part of employment i'm working currently to get the whole program set up uh you know we're opening the restaurant and setting it up at the same time so we have components in place but um they will be provided counseling my uh, substance abuse counselor has offered to be sort of the liaison to get everybody set up for their own counseling sessions uh through our insurance I'm working with a local gym to provide uh, workout sessions and training for the staff. Uh, We have, we will be having uh, recovery meetings every day at the front of the restaurant. So before people start, they could, you know, hit a meeting at 2 o'clock before their 3 PM shift, um, just because a lot of people don't have the means to always get to all the things they need to get to. Uh, I'm a Zen teacher. at dharmagate zen center in troy uh so i actually do lead us in meditation uh before service like that five minute gap ten minute gap before we open the doors um i'll lead everybody in a guided meditation bring everybody to a centered space and then we walk into service sort of calm and centered and i really think that helps people be fully present in the moment um and helps them provide better service and cook better food.
0: Oh, I think you're absolutely right. Our guest here today on Opportunity Detroit is Aaron Kozad. He's the executive chef of a new restaurant in Midtown Detroit. It's called Vigilante Kitchen and Bar, and it's located at 644 Seldon Street. And, Chef, how is it going so far? How are your employees doing, and how are your customers doing?
1: So far, it's been great. Um, I couldn't be happier or more grateful for the uh, staff that makes up the whole restaurant from front to back of the house. Everyone's been incredibly receptive to things that, you know, I, I wondered if people would be into just a guided meditation in the middle of their workday. But I'm surprised at how many people actually embraced it fully and, and thank me for doing it. Um, but the staff's been great really probably the smoothest restaurant lunch i've ever been a part of and the response from guests um has been well, like overwhelmingly positive uh, every imagine. table i talk to um really likes the experiential nature of the restaurant and i think we're providing really different food and experiences that can kind of set vigilante apart from maybe what people are used to.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the, the dishes, some of the popular dishes and what you're serving at Vigilante Kitchen and Bar.
1: Okay, so the food itself um, is elevated Midwest with Asian influence and classical French roots. Mm, um great. So being a classically trained French chef, um, and, you know, my, my last name is actually French, so the roots sort of run true and deep. Um, I really love very careful preparation that takes days and days to put together. So we start with all of our own beef stocks, chicken stock, lobster stock, dashi, and those form the basis of everything else we do. Um, and then we infuse these flavor profiles of Japan, China, Korea, East Asia, just to layer in um a bunch of different types of flavors so that from the very first bite to when you swallow, it's sort of a ride, so to speak. And I think that helps to make the dishes that would normally be considered familiar uh, something that's different than what people have had before, which makes it approachable but also exciting. So dishes like um, tomato soup and grilled cheese, we do, but the tomato soup has a aka red miso base. Um, with shiitake, ginger, garlic, scallion. It's finished with coconut cream, so it's light and vegan. And then on the side, the garnish um, that represents the grilled cheese is a house-made Hokkaido milk bread with smoked conning telegio, and truly caramelized onions, which we cook for about 10 to 12 hours to get that deep, rich caramel to them. Mm,
0: Sounds amazing.
1: Um, (laughs) Thank you. So that's that's an example of, like— a homey, Midwestern dish that's sort of been elevated. Um, another popular one has been the ahi wellington, which is sort of a spin on a beef wellington. Uh, we take a sushi-grade tuna, secure it so it's uh, still raw in the center, wrap it with a shiitake duxelles, and then that gets wrapped in a wonton wrapper or a spring roll wrapper, served with a Japanese white yam puree, uh, some wasabi, sort of painted over the plate, and then what I'm calling a ponzu dashi glass, which is sort of a play on words uh, for the demi-glass that would come with a Wellington using a house-made dashi infused with uh, a ponzu.
0: It sounds absolutely wonderful. And we should point out that even though your employees, many of them, are recovering from addiction, you still serve alcohol at Vigilante Kitchen and Bar.
1: Yes. And I think that some people might see that as sort of a dichotomy, but I think um, for people who've been in recovery, you know, you you start to realize that a quality recovery is based on a strong internal environment. Um, And if your internal environment is right, then the external environment has little to do with your sobriety. Um, So that being said, we would never have anybody, who was uncomfortable around alcohol um, anywhere near alcohol. Um, But I think that the biggest challenge for people in recovery in the restaurant business is deciding whether to do what they love and stay in the business or to quit so they can get sober. And I think that what we offer is a strong set of tools to help you build that internal environment so that being around alcohol isn't a problem because really for the restaurant industry doing anything at the kind of level that we're doing it, there there is going to be alcohol around, um, and you can only avoid that sort of thing for so long.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Now, what are the hours for Vigilante Kitchen and Bar?
1: So we do uh, full dinner service uh, Wednesday to Sunday, uh, starting at 5 p.m., and that full menu goes until 10 And then on Friday and Saturday nights, we have a late night food menu um, because I really like the idea of providing options. And I think one of the things is, you know, when restaurant workers get out, there's not a lot of stuff to go do and eat other than just a bar. So we wanted to have a strong late night menu on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, Along with those options, we also have a really great non-alcoholic beverage menu with very thoughtful, cocktail-style drinks that have been put together by our team. Um, we have a separate vegetarian menu. Uh, we have a separate halal menu. And I just try to basically look at who, who doesn't have options as often and how can we uh, offer them something they can't usually get.
0: Aaron Kozad, executive chef of the Vigilante Kitchen and Bar. This sounds like a wonderful new restaurant in Midtown Detroit. Thank you so much for joining us today. Wow, I can't wait to visit.
1: Yeah, thank you. I um, I can't wait to have you in and show you all the stuff in person.
0: It sounds great. Coming up next, a little girl and her mom are working to make a big difference in our community. We'll talk to them in just a few minutes.